0: everyone hello again everyone welcome back this is the dad life podcast i am ryan and this is chris we are edition number two of sports yes we uh we started episode three
1: um with the intent of of talking about sports in our lives and how we implement those in our children's lives and it just we didn't really cover as much as we want to because this is a huge topic that we Really just had to do it justice. We went, we went way off the rails. It. We did. We went off. We had Ryder on. We did. Uh, it was nice to have a, a, a child's perspective on a few things, but we got to get deeper into the subject.
0: Absolutely. It's sports. So uh, a little known fact, since you were so surprised that I did color commentary in college. I for... was.
1: That was amazing. Bit of, uh, you know, breaking news here on the Dead Life Podcast
0: for a little shout out to WTPL which doesn't exist anymore. The W T P L. Okay. AM radio. Greenville, Tennessee. Oh, wow.
1: But they don't say that there.
0: It's Greenville. Well, it's true. Right? Um am, am I it's, right? It is Greenville.
1: Okay, Greenville. If you say Ville, you're like you ain't from you're like, around you're you're from here, from are you your boy?
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole another episode. No, sadly, it is gone. It is now Wow, we are old and radio is dying. Uh, as sad as that is, it uh, now it's a TV station. So,
1: oh man,
0: which is fine.
1: Total buzz
0: kill. Total buzz. I killed um, it. Uh, but back to m- I, I'm di- I digress. We have we have gone off the rails again. My point of that was I had a sports radio show, also in college. Me and my buddy. You, were, uh,
1: you spent a lot of time on the mic. I did. Okay. Uh,
0: me and my buddy Justin Jeffers, who did play by play. Also had a a sports talk radio show on every Wednesday night. And it is so easy to talk about sports for any length of time for me. I knew that this would turn into more than one episode.
1: All you have to have is a passion for it and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you're off to the races. Um, I want to dive in and I have lots of questions about that portion. But for those of you guys just joining us on this podcast, um, this is, like we mentioned, the Dad Life Podcast. Um, we're, we're going to talk about all things dad and all things, you know, and some things not yep. just, uh, just two guys, you know, bouncing ideas off each other about certain things. This one happens to be sports. Um, if you have any questions for us, any comments, please hit us up at our emails. I am Chris at dadlife-podcast.com.
0: And I'm Ryan at dadlife-podcast.com. And yeah, absolutely. If you've got advice, if you've got questions, please, by all means, give us, shoot us an email. We, uh, we will check that every day and, and love to hear back from the people that uh, take the time to listen to this podcast. But, you know, uh, we talked a lot about in the last episode, especially with your son Ryder on, you know, the sports that we've passed on to sure. our kids and, you know, the passions that we pass on as well. And I, I think uh, we, we come from two different towns that are very, sports heavy. I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. I would agree. Um, very much so into, uh, their local sports and, and in, even in Utah, I think, you know, over the past 20 years, sports has really taken on a different level. I think in this state, uh, I would love to have more professional sports here, but I digress. That's I agree. Another. And
1: I want to talk about that more as well. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine I've been, only, I've only been here You know, coming up on 14 years, you've been here much longer. I mean, you grew up here. You really um, matured here and played sports here. Was there ever a, you know, a rumor or the excitement about getting another professional sports team while you lived here? No. There has been you know, little <laughs> ideas here and there of sports, but I think uh, uh, an NFL team just wouldn't survive just because it's Sunday games.
0: What I think it's think Sunday games, and I think it's population. But, but that was an excuse back in the early 90s when I grew now up here. Now we've
1: got the numbers. Yeah, I feel like support. we have the numbers
0: now, but you're right. Sunday is a big thing for the state. Um, it is. It is. I did hear rumors of a professional baseball team at some point, so I can't say no. Yeah. Okay. Because we do have a uh, a minor league baseball team here that's fairly successful. They're a Um, great team, too. They're fun to watch, and it's great baseball. It is
1: very good baseball.
0: But it's... I I don't know the excuse as to why we haven't tried, because I feel like now definitely is the time. I think money talks, and it's
1: it's just the market. Um, Yeah. I don't know if... uh, I mean, it, one of two things has to happen. Somebody has to want to relocate and they're looking for a place and mm-hmm. a space to do it. Or it's, you know, a guy with a, a billion dollars that doesn't even know what he wants to do with it and ends up wanting to, you know, own a sports team. But um, I don't know. I If I had to guess, I'd say we have the market for it here.
0: I think we have the people. I don't know if we have, I mean, you and I are drinkers, but not. Most, I don't know, I can't even say most anymore. There's a lot of people that don't drink in the state. And I feel like if you are an investor in a team, are you going to invest in a state that drinks alcohol or are you going to invest in a state that doesn't or tends not to? That brings up a huge, you know, discussion. It's amazing
1: that you even mentioned that in the um, idea of getting a professional sports team Mm -hmm. because the market for it. Where do you make your money? It's ticket sales, it's merchandise, and it's Bud Light. Yeah, it's right? beer sales. It's beer sales. That Absolutely. is a major, major component of that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think you're, you're hitting it on the head. That probably wouldn't do too well.
0: I think that's a big stipulation for sure. Yeah. I mean, we do have Major League Soccer now. That was new. That came while yes. I was here. Uh, but speaking of beer... As we always do, we, we always, always do have a beer during our podcast. And Chris, why don't you go and tell them what we're drinking today?
1: You know, we are drinking a another local brew out of Salt Lake City. It's uh Keto's Brewing. It's a coffee cream ale. And I looked across the table and Brian, you got to just get a get a smell whiff of in there. The aroma. It, it, it's a.
0: It's got that it's coffee a, aroma. It's
1: a pleasant smell. It really is. It smells like a a, a nice cup of coffee. It's. Uh,
0: Smooth. It's super smooth. And
1: delicious. It's good. So shout out Keto's Brewing. I didn't know Keto's was
0: even in Utah.
1: It's, uh, I think, one of the newer ones. There are a lot of microbrews out of the city now. Um, It's good.
0: Anyway, that's what we're drinking today.
1: Smells and tastes great. Um, Moving on. uh, Professional sports here in Utah. We got the Jazz, which is nice. I would love to see the, uh, the data, you know, of say, a jazz game, local, and then let's say, you know, a Houston Rockets game. Sure. Just as an example, what, you know, the alcohol sales are. Just, would be just because inquiring minds, I'd yeah. like to know, see what that is. I, it, it has to be lower.
0: It has to be it lower. It has
1: to be. But i just like to see what it matches up like to a non-heavily Christian town,
0: right? Exactly. And I think my son um, we talked about you know passing on sports in the last podcast and Jack my son has gravitated towards basketball which I didn't play it's still you know I other than you know in the front yard I'm not playing basketball and so it right. was it was funny that uh, he gravitated towards that and I think it's because some of his buddies here in the neighborhood but he, I took him to his first jazz game and he absolutely loved it I mean he knows all the players amazing he knows all their names their numbers do you? No. Are you into the jazz? Not at all.
1: Okay.
0: He wants me to tape every game. To I, I kid you not, he came back from school yesterday, and um, my daughter Reese was like, Dad, you should read this. And it was an art project that Jack had done and in, in the project it had questions, and one of the questions is like, what do you wish? And Jack put, I wish my dad would let me tape all basketball games that are on TV, not just the jazz. Isn't
1: it amazing the things you can learn
0: from all of your them.
1: children sometimes?
0: I'm like I'm not. We don't even have the DVR space to tape every single. Right. How many basketball games there are? Right,
1: right. <laughs> it's like one every day almost. It's the 82 games a season. It's a lot. It's a it's, lot.
0: it's just like baseball. Like you're you're, you're here to fill up your stuff quick if you yeah. tape them all. So sure. I I had to say, hey, you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want, and you can tape every single jazz game you want, but we can't do them all. Sure, buddy. We gotta pump the brakes. Sure.
1: <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That's awesome. So. But you're jumping in, right? Yeah, I'm jumping yeah. in both feet. I it, I will play support this him. Last season with the junior jazz.
0: No, he's going to start. We've already looked it up. He's going to start in the spring. Yeah. Uh, he's going to finish up his little soccer career that was short lived. But okay. uh, he's going to finish that up. Cause I tell him Sorry, it, man. I know that has got it, a special it hurts. place in your heart. Does. man? That's tough. It's okay. He um. Gotta do what they like, though. Yeah, I got to. I want him to try everything too, and I feel like that's harder to do now. Um, when we were kids growing up, you could play multiple sports, no problem. But I feel like now it's... At once. At once. What you mean. Yeah.
1: See, see I, was, I would have a different take on it's harder to do it all now. I think it's easier to subject your kids to more things uh-huh. now at an earlier age than when I grew up. Really? I feel that way strongly. When I was in kindergarten, uh-huh. there was t-ball. Now, as a kindergartner, you can play t-ball. You can swim, you can play football, you can play basketball, you can play soccer, you can play hockey. Relatively easy, um, I mean, depending on where you live, obviously. But it seems like those opportunities are more abundant today than in the early 80s, hmm. <laughs> I would say. it seems. I agree with guy. you to
0: a point, though, and, and my point would be you can do those things. But if you did those things, you can only choose one because it's going to take up all of your time. So sure. you're that kindergarten that swims;
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're in the pool every day. Yeah, you don't have time to make it to baseball practice. Whereas I think when we were growing up, you did. Yeah, and I feel like that has changed to where it's club teams or it's practice every single day, and then games on the weekend. Where that's seems, always kind of it seems happened
1: to consume your life. Kids got to yeah. be kids, man. I, I agree. I we haven't we've we dove into one. Two seasons of the club soccer. Uh, it wasn't too and it wasn't overly invasive, but with just the city league of um, basketball, which we just finished. Before that was football, and then you know obviously baseball in the spring slash summertime. They all have their time periods, yep. which is is okay, and we can play them all. But once you start getting into those club teams, and there's two practices a week and maybe one or two games. It's your whole life. Yep. What else is left?
0: There's nothing left.
1: There's no time for just hanging out as a family or God forbid, go, you know, down to Moab or St. George for the weekend. Cause mm-hmm. you're going to miss too many things. And it's just like, slow down, slow down a little bit. And I, I feel... love sports and I think it's important, but let's ease up on it. We're not all trying to make scholarships and pave our way, pave yeah. our way, you know. And I have time to be a family, too.
0: It's the mentality, I think, that's across the country. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, if, I, if I'm if i completely off base here, but I feel like that is the way it's gone for all you dads out there that have kids that are in sports. It's like you have to either own in and, and do everything all at once or you're not doing it. It's um, true. And I think it's it's a sad state of sport in, in my mind. Um, and, and that can be definitely different depending on where you live. But I think for my kids – it's been difficult for them to to you know buy in. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. To be like, yeah, I got to practice every single day, and then got to go to games on the weekend, and this is my life, and there's nearly not time for anything else. Right. And so, when Jack said he didn't want to do soccer again, I was kind of you know I was a little hurt because that's my sport. It's what I can mm-hmm. teach him the most of. Uh, but in the back of my mind, I'm like you know, what? yeah, go try something else. Yeah. Because you may love it. And and why would I stop him from not you know. I think,
1: I think, um, as our children grow up, I think it's, um, best that we just don't try and force or, you know, square peg, round hole type of situation force upon them, but just expose enough of those experiences to where hopefully one of them, you know, kind of gravitates towards and it becomes a passion, but, um, where do you draw the line yeah right it's that's i guess that's the the million dollar question just hope that they're having fun and they love it and they want to do it because once it becomes like work it's, it's not no fun, fun anymore man absolutely it sucks
0: and i think and i'm gonna, i'm going to contradict myself immediately mm-hmm. but growing up that was our vacation like we didn't take family vacations we went to soccer tournaments that was our vacations really yeah i mean you as you grew up as well. You didn't come from a ton of money, and neither no, did I. We were poor. And so the one time or the few times we left the state to do anything, it was for a soccer tournament. Yeah. And those were those were our family vacations growing up for yeah. sure.
1: We um, we I, I it was almost like two kind of waves of generations, I guess from mine and my brothers and sisters, me and my older brother were one generation. Mm-hmm. And then my next youngest being eight years younger than me, they, I kind of was grown up and out of the house by the time they were having these t- same types of experiences and playing sports and things of that nature. But, um, we never got into the travel teams yeah. where we were going all the time and, and constantly involved. We just did the, the town, you know, the, the city stuff, the city yeah. stuff, you know, that's, it seems to be, Maybe one practice a week and one game on Saturdays type of scenario. So that's kind of the way it was. If we did go on vacation, it was to Grandma's house and all the places. Tennessee.
0: What part of Tennessee?
1: Uh, Eastern Tennessee. Uh, Dandridge. Dandridge. Second oldest town in Tennessee. I know Dandridge. And Jefferson City is where the high school was. Same area. It's probably about 30 minutes outside of Knoxville.
0: That's amazing.
1: Can't say Ville. If you do, you know you're outside. So,
0: town. 45 minutes outside to the east is where Greenville is. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, small That's world. Like beautiful, beautiful space. Gorgeous. But
1: I um, I love that spot. And yep. If I could convince my wife, that is like a contender of where else to live in the world other than where we are now.
0: I will say the skiing is shit. It is. It's shit. It's, don't even try to defend it. It's shit. It's skiing. It's ice, skiing. No, you, it's you ice skating. No, it's ice skating. You can still ski. <laughs> it's ice skating. Luckily, you, know it.
1: you can shoosh down <laughs> some snow, some frozen water, and do it. But, yeah, you're right. It's ice skating. We are spoiled. This is the best skiing in all of the Northern North In, the Northern, in the Northern Hemisphere. It is amazing. Well, I don't
0: know. I haven't been able to I really would love to go to Europe and ski.
1: Um, I have skied... Uh, Asia. I've skied Korea and Japan and Japan is amazing.
0: Like comparable the
1: maritime snow and the amounts of snow that they get is I mean, that's where everybody goes to go pow skiing. There's I mean it's unmatched, but it's Japan and it take it's a major, major
0: well, that's not close. commitment to
1: go. Yeah. Right. Europe um, in their mountains, it's a different feel because things over there are massive mm-hmm. and their lives kind of it's embedded in the culture it's not what they do it's who they are okay if that makes sense yeah you know what i mean um i got to visit austria for about three weeks and i went to this place called guru austria and um they they say it's the birthplace of all skiing and Was it amazing? It it, it's beautiful. I didn't ski it. Oh, you didn't get to ski it. I didn't ski it. This was in September when I was there, and just looking around, the, the just the grandeur and size of stuff over there. Just you know, dwarfs anything that really we can see. I mean, Utah, Colorado, you know, California, Washington. It's amazing skiing, big mountains, lots of snow. But it's a different it's a different ball game in Europe. Yeah, I'd like to go. There's places that would blow any of these out of the water and you never even heard of type yeah. of thing. You know, because it's just there and it has always been for thousands of years. It's just.
0: I feel like Utah is that way a little bit too. Not thousands of years, but I feel I like agree. people, when they think skiing, they think Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think
1: go to Denver and go to ski. Yep. The Texans go to Breckenridge, right? Yep. You know?
0: Or you go to Tahoe. Which is on the California-Nevada border, or you go to California, or you go up to Mount Hood. Um, I I think since the Olympics, though, here in
1: 2002, this yep. place has blown up yep. with its Utah tourism. It's um, People found it our secret, you know? They did. The snow's better. There's a lot more of it, and it is...
0: And it's so close.
1: It's super accessible. Yep. There's not many places, and I, I love the um, opportunity I have that I'm... You're in the middle of downtown city. Mm-hmm. You can drive ten minutes and hit a moose. It's perfect. It's not even a joke. You real. Yeah. You really could drive straight up into one of the uh, the canyons and see a moose ten minutes outside of metropolis city, which is not unlike it's unlike anywhere it's else unlike in anywhere America. Yeah. Denver, you're driving at least more than an hour to ninety minutes to get to yep. the mountain. Where here is I go skiing in the morning completely crush myself come home have a shower and i go to work yep before work it's amazing
0: absolutely shout out utah shout out utah yeah i will say (laughs) it is an expensive habit Mm -hmm. as you and i both know um i was lucky enough to learn to ski here and my dad worked for the forest service at the time as as people may or may not know most ski resorts sit on Forest Service land. Yes, So it's they do. not owned by the resort itself. It's actually owned They're by renting the government. It, yeah. yeah. So what my dad got to do growing up is he was a ski interpreter. And what that meant was he'd wear his Forest Service uniform, his ski uniform, and he would do a talk, I think once or twice a day, about the Forest Service lands, about conservation, all kinds of stuff, at the top of the lift at Snow Basin. Which is a, a resort here in Ogden, Utah. That's uh, that's amazing, and one of the bonuses was he got to ski for free, and he got to bring his boys. So me and my brother learned to ski, and we skied every Sunday. Um,
1: have I ever seen Forest Service people there? No, do I don't. Anymore? I don't think
0: they do it anymore.
1: Cause I have I don't sku- think that, there a long time. I
0: really I don't know. think they I, I don't think they've done it since. To in truth be told, I get off the lift and I'm ready to charge. Yeah, you're gone.
1: Even if I saw a Forest Service guy, I'm not. Hey, nice. hey give me your uh what's
0: going on here
1: <laughs> give me your four th- service things 10 minute rendition of the, <laughs> what? the local conifers what's going on with smoky bear we right deciduous now deciduous here or uh,
0: <laughs> conifer so yeah he would just strike up his his basically his instructions were that he had to do that thing twice you know a little talk at the top of the mountain twice a day and then he needed to talk to people as he went up the ski lift
1: let's see if we can bring that back
0: It would be amazing. But that's how I got to learn to ski for free. It was amazing.
1: Hey, shout out US
0: Forest Service. I mean, bring it back. It was amazing. Um, But yeah, uh, it's an expensive (laughs) habit to have. Um,
1: It is. I I wish it was more – well, there's a dichotomy there. Um, Hit me with it. it, I'm saying I wish it was easier – Easier to access to everybody so they can experience the joy that is skiing and snowboarding. Yep. But I, you know, say that a little tongue in cheek because as this sport grows, it gets increasingly uh, tougher to do mm-hmm. and find the solitude in the mountains, which is what you go for. And Absolutely. What the you know, big joy of it is. Man, it's tough on the weekends now. No, I just don't ski well waiting in line and yeah some of the you know where I'm taking my kids now is more of the easier terrain we're mm-hmm. not off crushing it off you know the double black diamonds yet I stress yet <laughs> boys we will be there um but now it's just it's like a funnel you all get funneled into the same run and it, it gets hairy sometimes out there absolutely and I'm not worried about my children because. Um, not my children. I don't no, mean, I would never I worry about mean, my kids. I'm not meaning in that sense. That's but how you came off. They can. Uh, <laughs> that, shit. I hate that guy. boy um, a dick. Yeah, I apologize, and I'm going to try, uh, try and you back up and you start be better, over. Okay. Anyways we we have enough experience that they have control. Of themselves. When you're in that scenario, when there's, you know, a thousand people going down the same run, there's a lot of those people that aren't in control. Mm -hmm. And I can only control what I can control. Right. Right. The rest of it is out of our hands. There's always that guy bombing down out of control. It's like driving. That takes people out. Yeah. Trying to be that defensive skier, defensive driver type of thing. Yep. So you're just always scared to death that some idiot's going to come along and. And Just wipe out. And hurt them. Somebody.
0: Absolutely. And it's. It has definitely gotten more popular, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, I will give a little shout-out to my local mountain, Powder Mountain, because...
1: Oh, that place is amazing. It is a
0: gem. It is a bitch to get to, because that road is straight up and down. I'm glad for it. (laughs)
1: Keep them away.
0: But it is... I mean, the, the, the people that own it now... Only sell so many tickets, so anyone that's listening to this podcast that loves to ski, that wants to come to Utah, you have to buy your tickets well in advance. Uh, they they limit it so you don't have to hit a crowd. That's how Powder Mountain works now, so they only sell a select amount of tickets Once every sold day. Out,
1: you're sold out. Once
0: they sold out for the day, they're done. But they're, they're backside skiing, and if you're looking for powder, there's no other place did than Powder Did you say Mountain. backside? But I did say backside. Mm. Was that bad? Sounds wonderful. Jeez. Wow we we are getting off the rails again. Wow. Anyway, yes,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. I believe that Powder Mountain has the most skiable terrain under one lift ticket in all of the United States. Correct. And that is uh, and I've been there and I've only got to experience it on a powder day one time.
0: Okay, you and I are going to go.
1: That is uh, and I live close. I'm we do like live close. 50 minutes away. You and, and I are going. Um I just have always skied at Snow Basin, but the one time it did go there, I was shocked. At the What you can see and what you can ski is night and day. Absolutely.
0: That place is massive it's once huge. you
1: start to, um, you know, I guess venture out from the main.
0: And area. I can take you places that would blow your mind. That sounded sexual as well. On the black side. Good. On the back side of it. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. And, um, and, and people are wondering, like, Ryan, did you say your local mountain? And the reason I say my local mountain is my parents live right next to it. Okay. So they live they live in that valley where Powder Mountain is. And your parents are in Eden? They are in Eden. Amazing. Yep. So I consider that my local mountain, and you and I should go, and I can show you some things.
1: Okay. I just got an email from them today. From Powder? From Powder. Um, the next Shout couple days Powder are mountain. doing a two-for-one deal. So we got to go. There you go. So um, – we are on the topic of sport, and we've really, the last two episodes have talked a lot about skiing because we're in Utah. Correct. And that is one of the most amazing things that uh, we can experience here locally. But uh, you, you're a big Minnesota Vikings fan. I'm from Huge. Buffalo, New York. I love the Sabres. I, I I lived and I died in those four Super Bowls. I left Buffalo 20-plus years ago. I left yep. in 97 And I didn't really keep them near and dear because they broke my heart too many times as a kid. So I don't follow them now. But I'm passionate about hockey. I'm passionate about sports. Um, Are there any other professional sports teams that you um, follow regularly and would, I would say, affect your mood? Because that's what sports can do. Oh, absolutely. Affect your mood. They
0: affect your mood like no other. Like when your kids lie to your face. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, uh, the Vikings for sure. I mean, for those of our listeners that don't know, I was born in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I'm a diehard Vikings and Twins fan, and they affect my mood. Well, I would say the Vikings affect my mood the most because we get a limited amount of games every year. The twins, not as much. They affect me in the playoffs every year as uh, my good buddy uh, Matt uh, Beatty. Big shout out to Matt. Shout we'll out, tell man. you uh, he lives in Minnesota still. They break our heart every year because they get to the playoffs and then they either trade away their pitching or, or do something idiotic, and it's just the life of a Twins fan. But <laughs> back to your question. So those are probably the two, and of course in college football it's the Utah Utes. Um, but beyond that, I. I love hockey. I do love it, but the Minnesota Stars and everyone's going to go, Ryan. They're not the Minnesota Stars anymore, and I know that they the moved. Minnesota
1: North Stars, and that jersey and that emblem is It's amazing, it's right? Missed. It's, it's missed, missed and they
0: moved to Texas, and it kind of broke my heart as a kid. And so, there's a lot of people that feel that way, and it. I know that. Everyone's gonna say, oh, Ryan, we have the wild," but I'm sorry, kiss my ass. I don't care about the wild. The stars they're, were my team. They're,
1: they're doing good. Recently. That's fine.
0: They can do great. Uh, it's just not my team. I feel it, you. It's, it's, it's my what's team, near moved. and dear to you, guys, yeah. and
1: that's what sports all about. You couldn't not even be from a place but love a team, and that's what's so cool. Absolutely.
0: About it. So I've gravitated towards the Pittsburgh Penguins, and let me tell you why. Okay. So I work for Duolingo, uh, the language app. Shout out Duolingo. And our headquarters is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And so, as there you go. (laughs) Now I can't be a Steelers fan, but uh, as I have gone to our headquarters many times a year, um, I've started to go to Penguin games, and it just so happens they're extremely good most of the time. And so I've started watching Penguins, and I don't know if it affects my mood yet to answer your question, but I do like them.
1: Okay, it's nice. That the two things line up being your professional world and traveling to Pittsburgh and the fact that they have a great team. Yep. That is a great team. Um, if they were, let's say, like, a, not a good team, it might not have been as easy, easy to fall into
0: maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's a good possibility. But, yeah. I, I again. Good hockey is great hockey Hockey is hockey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's there. And I'm already there. Mm-hmm. I will give a shout-out to PNC Park as well, where the Pirates play. I don't like nice, the Pirates. Nice stadium. The stadium's is amazing. Is it? It is on the river. It is gorgeous. If you're in Pittsburgh, go to PNC Park. You can get tickets for dirt cheap.
1: Is it close to three rivers?
0: Yep. It's right on it. Oh, is it? It's where the rivers converge. Sweet. So Pittsburgh sits on that, basically, you know, right where the rivers come together. Yeah. And the stadium is just on one side, and it's gorgeous. That's so. great. Shout out to PNC Park. It's,
1: it's amazing. Um, I've traveled, I mean, not extensively in my life. I mean, I've been on uh, quite a few spots through the military and vacations and whatnot. but different cities, uh, stadiums. Let us know who's got the best sports stadium. You just mentioned PNC where, yep. you know, the, the Pirates play. Who's got a better one in baseball? Who's the best football stadium out there? Who's got the best hockey arena? Uh, Buffalo, since 1990, I believe 95 or 96, has had the Key Bank Arena. It's changed names between then and then, but the building before then, it was an electric building. And when hockey teams would come there, they would feel it and they would know it because of the way the place was built. It was so steep, the seats would just go from the rink straight up. So it felt like the fans were on top of you. You could hear them. You could feel them. You, you, you hear other teams talk about going to play at the, the Memorial Auditorium in Buffalo. It was a different experience. It was actually a different uh, size sheet of ice. So things was a different, you know, a different experience to go watch it and play there. So I'm interested to hear from other cities and listeners where they love going to watch, you know, their their teams play, and and what makes it unique and what makes it fun. So,
0: I want to hear it too. I mean, I am of course biased, but U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis is legit. They did an amazing job with that stadium.
1: That's the dome.
0: It's not a dome anymore. So it was the Metrodome growing okay. up, and that's where the Twins and the Vikings played. Now the Twins play at Target Field. Okay, and the Minnesota Vikings play at U.S. Bank Target Stadium.
1: Target is a Minnesota. Company. It right? is.
0: Right. Shout out to Target. Right on. There you go. From little Minnesota there. Oh. Don't you know. Don't you know. But yeah. No, it's... uh I took my wife. My wife had never been to Minnesota, and she absolutely loved the city. Uh, super fun city, and that stadium's legit, for sure.
1: That's interesting. Fun times.
0: So... We probably could do eight episodes of sports, Okay, not going to lie. Right. Uh, I don't know if our listeners want to hear that, but... Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's stay on the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to... This one didn't have much to do with about being a dad, but it's okay. But that's okay. We're going to go back and sports, forth for sure. We are. Um, appreciate everyone taking the time to take a listen to this. Uh, this is the Dad Life Podcast. and Keep
1: coming back, guys. We got lots more topics, lots more things. Please... Hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear about, what you want to talk about, uh, where you think we're wrong, why you think we're great, why you think we suck, all of the above.
0: And Why Chris is such a terrible dad? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we need to know.
1: I do need to. I need. I need. Uh,
0: I need, need to, help. I need to,
1: to correct my ways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, Anytime. I appreciate everyone taking the time, and uh, we'll catch you next episode.
1: See ya.